0: Oh, I said I was going to fix this before we went live. Never did. Uh, Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. I am your host, Liz. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus.
1: Hello.
0: How are you today?
2: Marcus? I'm doing pretty damn good after this dynamite.
0: This was a hell of a dynamite. It was a weird one. Yeah. In my opinion.
2: It was a very... uh, Very... What's the word? It's not their normal type of dynamite. Um, but it was it was fantastic for like no reason. Like I don't know who Tony Khan was trying to impress.
0: Ratings were down last week. Tony said fuck it.
2: Yeah I'm going to put on uh, an incredible promo with MJF and Pinnacle uh, sign Keith Lee and have Jay White come by and on top of that a death match, plus an amazing tag team match, and we're gonna have this NXT release come in and have a fucking classic with Jade
1: Cargill.
3: Yeah. Um. Plus, sexy little ending to the uh, death match.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, it's one we had to have seen coming.
0: Right, but. I thought that it was spicy.
2: You know, it'd be very interesting. Like, very, very cool. What? What if, because I assume Jay White's not going to be doing AEW stuff for long. And it doesn't seem like he's really got much to do. What if? He wants to go for the AEW belt, but he knows how AEW works and how the rankings work. So he says, I'm going to take out the top guy, and then you'll have to give me a title
1: shot. And then he turns on Adam Cole. They have a match. And then Jay White challenges Adam Page. I
3: feel
2: like... I, you got you don't have the guy for very long, Jay White. Why not make the most of it by doing that?
3: There's a lot they can do with J.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: having him team up with Adam seemed weird to begin with, so I wouldn't mind like that dissolving really fucking fast.
2: Miriam's on my side with this uh, with
1: this theory, and w- hi, Miriam. Welcome
0: um yeah i think it would be really fucking cool
1: um
2: there's also the okada thing which would require cool. them bringing in okada yeah <laughs> don't know if that'll happen anytime soon
0: no i don't think so um,
2: um but uh dynamite
0: i just want everyone to know that i'm like the most tired i've ever been these yeah. last three days i feel like i've stayed up until like Like, my body feels like I've been pulling all-nighters, but I haven't. I've been going to bed early, actually.
2: Could just blame it on the, uh, just say you got another booster.
0: It's just lasting so long.
2: (laughs) All right, so Dynamite, uh, we already talked through a bunch of it. It's pretty much the most notable points that I already mentioned, so I don't think we need to do a nutshell. You want to just talk about the news?
0: If I can get to the news, I will talk about the news.
2: I feel like there hasn't been much newsworthy stuff
1: since Thursday.
3: It has has been talking about this.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Um. Alright. News. Oh, fuck. The sign. Yeah. Fuck. The worst part, too, is that like, I get, like, not more awake,
0: but I feel more, like, Capable of staying awake for at least like an extended period of time, mm-hmm. the moaning into bed. That's mm-hmm. when my body's like, oh well, we could do like a little something. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, sure. Alright. Let's start with WWE news. First thing that we'll talk about is that uh NXT UK star Candy Floss is no longer with the WWE, it would seem. Um Ooh. her contract expired. Candy Floss.
2: Why do I recognize that name, but I
1: have no idea who that is.
3: Um, mostly I believe because there was like oh I guess she injured her back I don't know I thought there was like drama between her and uh, WWE if I wasn't mistaken hmm I
1: Wish I well. Oh, she's with the.
2: Oh, she performed past tense on NXT UK.
0: Oh, she she announced that she was leaving in twenty
3: twenty one due to mental health reasons.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. And then in December she left.
3: Yeah.
0: And her contract officially was not renewed. Right. So hopefully we'll see her back at some point soon. Um also another side effect of the medication I'm taking mm-hmm. is my mouth is super dry. So right now I feel like like it is a desert. You have water? I am
3: I have that's why I asked you to get me my seltzer, because I have only got this much water left. Uh. so it's okay folks, we persevere. Um also, if I can get out of this article, <laughs> struggling. Um, there was a new WWE series potentially revealed,
0: like a digital series or something, called WWE Sunday Stunner. Um, apparently they filed an application for that, uh, mm. a, a patent application. Um, so it would seem that is a new show. What they're working on.
2: Okay, okay. Um. Also, I've got a little news, a little AEW news, quote unquote.
1: An interview with Tony Khan. You want me to talk about that now? Okay.
3: Let's get to the WWE news, because that's what most of it is, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um. WWE
0: is recruiting currently for their next in line program, which ironically I didn't know it was like. I didn't remember the name of it. So the acronym is NIL.
1: NIL.
3: Which, yeah, like, isn't like, nothing. Yeah. Which I just think is funny and ironic.
4: <laughs>
0: um, but they plan to recruit four superstars at an upcoming wrestling event called Bout at the Ballpark, um, which is something that's happening in Arlington, Texas, that uh, features, like, a bunch of athletes. Um... It's like a showcase that features, as it says here, top teams in both NCAA and international competition. um, And it's
3: going to be on February 12th. So the Saturday. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, Also, WWE did some weird shit apparently last night. You know more about this than I do.
0: Um, with their camera angles and trying to have a camera in-ring.
2: Yeah, Which I guess is the
0: thing they're trying.
2: uh, I read online that they are now trying to have a cameraman inside the ring working around the talent um, to, to, I guess, make the, the camera shots more diverse. But the last thing we need... Um, fucking WWE is closer camera shots. Get wider, wider. Show off. We got those guys' size. Keith Lee looks like a monster today, because we've only yeah. seen him close up in WWE. We need to see him wide angles.
0: Yeah. Um. Fucking goofy as shit. I I just don't get it. Yeah, it's gonna He's dangerous as fuck.
2: Then. That is dangerous, especially since a camera is very dangerous and also delicate.
0: Also, also, I mean, you've got a bunch of like massively green wrestlers
2: mm-hmm.
3: that are now wrestling around a camera as well. I, yep, just seems.
1: And there's cords with the camera too.
3: We're we getting the cable um, wrangler in there too. Maybe. Um, apparently Nick Gage signed a massive deal with GCW. Um, apparently, um, the, the massive part of the deal is that he signed a deal with GCW,
0: mm-hmm. um, which they don't do
4: Yeah.
0: notoriously. Um,
3: uh, apparently Lauderdale said, this is, for, if I could fucking talk if I could do it. Let's try that again. Lauderdale um, said,
0: this is the first and likely the last contract GCW will ever offer. Nick has earned the right to finish his career on his terms with dignity and a focus on the future he deserves. I'm proud GCW can give him that for the hard work, sacrifice and loyalty over 23 plus years Mdk, all fucking day. So I think that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, if he's going to have a contract anywhere it would make sense that it's gcw
2: and if gcw is going to give a massive contract to anyone of course it's going to be nick gage their their biggest attraction
0: if they're going to give a contract to anyone it makes sense yeah, um
2: yeah that's what i just said
0: no you said massive i just meant like in general
1: Oh, oh okay okay
0: yeah um so yeah that's uh pretty exciting Um, And then on the same news as contracts and segueing into AEW, so you can talk about AEW next, um, Joey Janela revealed he does not know when
3: his contract expires. He said, with AEW. He said he thinks it's April 30th. Um,
0: And then he was asked if he thinks that they'll be renewing his contract and he said that he thinks so. And specifically said, I think it will. If it doesn't, I look like a fucking idiot right now.
2: He also said he has no way of reaching out to them.
3: Yeah, he said that he doesn't know what the fuck is going on.
2: Um. But, I mean... And that, that kind of has to do with what, what I'm going to talk about, but... um. I mean, Joey Janelle will be awesome on to keep on AEW... Uh, but also, he's doing great things for GCW right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I can understand if he's if he's fine, not having an AEW contract and just floating with GCW. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't know I what I I don't know what his deal was before uh, this with AEW. But I'm looking forward yeah. to see what he does. It'll be cool to see yeah, if I think he'll... he stays in AEW.
3: I think he's having fun in AEW.
0: I mean I don't think that somebody would say, I think they will renew my contract if they were miserable.
2: You right. know? He he is only like having dark matches, but when he does show up on Dynamite, it's a it's a good time. Like I think he had a feud with Moxley during his title reign that was incredible.
3: Yeah, I think I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Um, but to go into my little piece uh
2: tony khan had an interview with tv insider where he said um regarding contract renewals and cuts he said i kept a lot of people under contract even though i wasn't necessarily using them on television because i wanted them to still have paying work which was hard to come by for wrestling during the pandemic where there weren't any wrestling shows and it's very good to see that that he's he's not letting people go just because they got no creative
0: yeah um he did say that he's not going to be able to renew a lot of contracts though uh, i believe because he's brought so many people in right which will eventually be a problem but
2: but there's also a lot of uh a lot of independent shows there's so many other promotions now up and running yeah um I mean that's the very opposite of what WWE was doing, releasing people for "quote unquote" budget cuts, uh, but
3: yeah, uh,
2: yeah It's it's nice to see people getting paid.
0: Yeah, it absolutely. Is. Um, and I mean, I think that that has helped influence the growth of the indie wrestling world.
2: Yeah, honestly. Yeah, seeing seeing like AEW names show up in like GCW or or uh triple a it really helps those promotions grow and and reach a wider audience i mean we wouldn't be watching gcw now if it wasn't for familiar names there like moxley same with uh triple yeah. a we wouldn't have watched that if it
1: wasn't for kenny it, impact we wouldn't be watching that if it wasn't for kenny
3: yeah i guess i guess that's fair I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mostly
0: because I actually don't didn't remember why we started watching Impact.
1: It was
2: uh, during Kenny's title reign because he had a big match. Um,
1: he had a big match against someone. I think it was... Or maybe it was just because his title reign and we wanted to see what
2: his title reign's all about.
3: No, you know what I think it was, honestly?
0: Hmm. I think you were just like, I think you were doing like rankings was or results and stuff. I think you were doing that around that time and you mentioned, oh, that's Impact Wrestling. Do you want to just watch that? Because like, what the fuck were we doing on a Thursday night?
3: And we found it on our TV.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't like Ring of Honor where it's like so hard to watch. For a lot of people, Impact's hard to watch, but.
3: Right, I've never heard of Access
0: TV. So, yeah. Well,
1: that's all I've got for news.
0: You know what I've got for news? What's that? I'm gonna do this three more times in the coming weeks. What's that? Got my new Zach Sabre Jr. shirt. Look at that! And just the coolest little fucking thing. Yeah. I love the shirt. This is—I think this might be my favorite one that I got. Is it? I—I I think so. Honestly, they're all pretty cool. Uh,
2: and I just want to mention real quick, uh, before we dive into the episode, um, on our Twitter, pinned to our profile is the vote for what show we're going to be covering on the weekend on Saturday. Uh, it could either be Warrior Wrestling 19, New Japan Golden Series Day 10, uh, Defy's 5th Anniversary Show, or other your choice leave a comment what you think um right now it's dead even for for what show we're watching so please leave your votes that's uh at the at pinfall podcast on twitter so leave a vote there again it's the pinned comment on at pinfall podcast the handle is right at the bottom of your screen or if you're listening on spotify at pinfall podcast all right you want to talk about today's episode? Yeah. Cool. So we started off. Wardlow, this was the weirdest way to start an episode. So we start off and oh there God. is a a carpet, like a long carpet of MJF's Burberry scarf. And, and out comes Wardlow holding cardboard cutouts of MJF. Of course. Um he sets them up in the ring and hands a note to Justin Roberts. And he gives a long winded intro for FTR. They come out, uh, another long winded intro for Sean Spears. He comes out, or FTR comes out with like glasses of champagne, Dax Harwood with two. Um, Sean Spears comes out with a whole bottle of champagne um, and handed a folder to Justin Roberts. And that was an even more long-winded intro for MJF. Which prompts him to come out of the center of the
1: entranceway. Which is normally only reserved for Cody. In a throne. And we we know one of the guys carrying the throne, don't we? Or you do.
3: We... Right on. Um... We do know him.
0: He is a a friend of mine. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. We me try to talk. Um, Aaron Rourke. He was the one. If you were facing the TV, he was the one on the right, carrying the person up front. And I fucking lost my shit because, oh my god!
2: Yeah, he's
0: not the time I expected to see him.
2: He's wrestled for uh on AW Dark before.
0: Yes, yeah, and he is on Twitter at Perfect One, and Aaron is spelled A R O N.
2: A A R O N. Um, yeah, A A Ron. Yeah, I think he wrestles for Beyond, doesn't he?
3: He, I think he does mostly Beyond. I think so.
4: Okay. Okay.
2: Um. All right. So, MJF gets in the ring, and he says, "Let me make something perfectly clear. You're looking at the best in the world." I just beat CM Punk twice in Chicago, I'm better than the best in the world. Last week was a bitters- bit bittersweet for me. As I was laying- lying on top of CM Punk after I had just beaten him twice in Chicago, a lot of emotion came over me. I beat someone I grew up watching. I decided to lean over and whisper in his ear, you suck. But if anybody deserves the other two words, thank you because of him i was able to beat the best in the world twice it's sean spears wardlow like <laughs> starts to take a couple steps forward thinking it's him and then boom disappointed um mjf says i got you a- oh no sean says i got you a gift it's your new shirt he points to like the screen as if like it's going to be like a person walking out but no, it's just the graphic for MJF's new shirt. Better than the best in the world. Uh, he said, it's time I became... Oh no, MJF says, it's time I became your new AEW world champion. And then CM Punk comes out. He says, you know, I'm watching the monitor in the back. Your one in Chicago is about as suspect as your spray tan. I've learned from my, my mistake a couple weeks ago. Today, I've got some friends. Everyone's like, because everyone this whole show is like, who's the signings? Who's the
1: signings? Who are the people we're seeing? They took every opportunity to tease us. Uh, But it's Darby Allen and Sting.
2: Uh, Punk says, this is going to go one of two ways. I'm going to get what I want or I'll beat it out of you. I want a rematch. I'm not talking to Max. I'm talking to the guy who beat me in Chicago, Wardlow. A whole lot of you wouldn't have anything if it wasn't for the big man. You can see on the re- you can be on the receiving end of this beating, or you can leave these jerks. MJF says I beat you all by myself, and Wardlow hangs around us be- not because he's under contract, but because he's our best friend. Um, <laughs> and then Dax Harwood gets on the mic, and he says, "Do you think I enjoy dressing like this?" Do you think I enjoy dressing like this? I'm more comfortable in my fight attire. You've got the best tag team in the world in this ring and I'm begging for a rematch against uh, a trios match against Punk, Darby, and Sting.
0: Um. Also, Daxy was like, I don't look good in this. And I was like, oh.
1: He said I don't look good in Sweetheart. Suits.
0: Yeah, he said he, he said he didn't look good. And I was like, Hang on.
2: <laughs> he also.
0: I'll be the judge of that.
2: Also, walking into the ring initially, he slapped
1: Cash Wheeler's ass.
0: Oh, no, I thought Cash slapped his ass.
1: Uh, either way, yeah. Either one way, them, an ass got slapped. Yeah. One
2: person slapped another man's ass.
0: They walked arm in arm down to the ring, too. That was great. Um, while Cash, like, waved like he was the fucking Queen of England. And I was like, oh,
2: God. <laughs> adjusted his hair
1: flicked his hair around
0: oh. Cash Wheeler is like the perfect man
1: they're both perfect
0: they're two halves of the same perfect whole
1: mm-hmm. um,
2: so MJF then says wait just a damn minute no way I'm wrestling in this cesspool of Atlantic City good point point. plus this gives me an idea you want a rematch? We're in Atlantic City, how about we roll the dice? Hey punker, if you're in, you can beat FTR with any partner of your choosing, but it can't be Tweedledum or Dipshit. Good luck finding a partner in the locker room that doesn't hate your guts. Now we gotta keep going because I'm the best in the world and you know it. Um, And then we get Andrade backstage with Darby, Allen, and Sting. He says, finally. I find your boss. Nice to meet you. He takes a long pause because he doesn't want to say stink. Because <laughs> it's been memed so much online. <laughs> so he says, sir. Everybody knows this kid works for you. Uh, and then Sting looks at Darby and he's like, I thought you made that clear. Darby's like, I thought I did too. Um, Sting says, he's not a kid. If you have a dispute, speak to him. Um, Darby says quit wasting your time I have bigger things than to talk to you like being the next TNT champion Andrade says you will work for me we have something in common you want the TNT title I am the next TNT champion Uh, and then Andrade leaves and Sting looks at Darby and says one thing's for sure he means it and then we get the Blade versus Wardlow
4: Yeah,
0: and this was a fucking decent enough match, but it went exactly the way um, you would expect it to. There were no doubts. Wardlow got... Yeah. Um, Wardlow got stomped for a little bit. Blade ended up getting an elbow to the face. There was a big lariat to the blade and then a suplex and then another. And then during the picture-in-picture, Wardlow got mad at Sean Spears for kind of getting involved and, like, yelled at him. Um, and then we get a power bomb to the blade. He wants to do some more, he does a couple more, he pins, and then as he's celebrating with his music, um Sean Spears comes in and ruins the moment by hitting the blade with a chair.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um and then we get a weird video package for Penta.
0: Yeah, has, what's up with that?
2: As Alex is doing voiceover for it sounds very menacing, and Penta digs out a mask, and we're going to see some new side to Penta, uh, after getting
1: misted in the eyes by Malachi, very much looking forward to what happens. So,
2: then we get a meeting with the Inner Circle, um, and this was better than I expected, honestly, mostly because of Santana and Ortiz. Um... So Jericho, Sammy and Hager come out and uh, uh, Jericho says, I know I said the whole inner circle was going to be out here, but we haven't seen Santana and Ortiz all day. Santana and Ortiz didn't come out um, and Jericho's like, Okay, I see what you did there. You want your own spotlight. That's cute. Uh, But something was not cute two weeks ago when you didn't tag me in. You embarrassed me. You robbed our fans of seeing me wrestle. It was disrespectful. Um, And then Santana says, Listen, enough of this Pawnee shit. I've been struggling with seeing the cup half full. Sometimes you've got to see what things are. Chris Jericho only cares about one person. Chris Jericho. Any little fight we've had has always been for the advancement of one person. You. Any time we've had our spotlight, or are making our way to the top prize, it gets shut down and thrown to the side so we can come to your rescue. It's funny we're out here because we came out here face to face to tell you that the days of us playing second fiddle are done with. Over. At the end of the day, it was always you standing in our way. It was always you that made sure you had a bigger spotlight. You better look at this man and thank him, points to Ortiz, thank him for all you got. If it wasn't for him, I would have dropped your ass a
1: long time ago. And then Jericho says the stupidest fucking thing. He says, you remind me a lot of Eddie
2: Guerrero. Oh. You could have said anyone.
1: Anyone. Anyone. Who's playing a fucking heel. But you pick Eddie Guerrero. God damn it like, <laughs> there was no reason
2: <laughs> to make this worse. It
3: uh, uh, was still,
2: like fucking Kurt Angle or something.
0: just <laughs> a goddamn near anyone and he just didn't.
2: Oh. It's because they're, they're both the same uh, same race. That's why he called Medi Guerrero.
1: Are they Speculation, allegedly, allegedly.
4: Uh,
2: so then Jericho says Eddie Kingston. Uh, uh, it says you remind me a lot of Eddie Guerrero, You want to blame everyone, which isn't even a good comparison. It's not even like he didn't elaborate more.
0: Ah, uh, you mean they're both
3: <laughs> Latino? That's that's the similarity. Yeah.
1: i just find it so funny because there was
2: no reason you could have you could have just left that line out you could have just said you want to blame everyone
4: (laughs) yeah
0: you could have said like you remind me of a child i like
2: it another comment comes up later that's not from jericho jr actually says
1: something when keith lee debuts He says he looks like a young Mark Henry. Yeah. saw a lot of people pointing that out on Twitter.
3: You know, JR says a lot of shit.
0: And I don't hear it half the time. And I'm kind of glad I didn't hear that one. Because I don't think I've let it go. (laughs) (laughs) But Um, anyway.
2: Also, I don't see any similarities between Santana and Eddie Guerrero. At all. At all. No oh no. um, but
1: anyway <laughs> uh, says, i
3: don't even like realistically i don't even think that they were i don't even think they were born on like the same halves of the fucking country
0: santana's from new york eddie's from texas like that even that like
3: there's that divide there is eddie guru from texas Oh, yeah. He was born in El Paso, Texas. Okay.
2: Huh. Um. Anyway, <laughs> Miriam said Jericho says stuff like that to get the name drop pop, and to show that he knew him and was friends with him. Literally, could have said anyone. Could have said like fucking Lance Storm.
4: That's,
0: <laughs> that's exactly. But that's exactly what he was doing because he was, and it wasn't just that he said, "You remind me of Eddie Guerrero." He said, "You remind me of my friend you, Eddie Guerrero."
2: You know who he should have said. To get like the most heat, but like the not like the not like the like the bad heat that he has now. He's just a Tommy Dreamer.
1: You're all like Tommy Dreamer. You want to blame everyone. (laughs) Now that the crowd would have booed the shit out of.
0: You got a point. Um. I don't like the point. You got a point.
2: Plus, AEW doesn't give a shit about Tommy Dreamer.
0: Clearly, because Tony Khan had to say, no, I did not sign him. Yeah. Um,
2: so then uh, Jericho says, Eddie Kingston, what the hell has he done for you in AEW? What kind of stroke does he have? Zero. I hate, I hate that he's saying this. I'm the influencer.
0: He, he trademarked it.
2: It's so stupid.
0: So we have to listen to that several more times at the very least.
2: What is he influencing in AEW?
0: My decision to not watch the segment season.
2: In K what's what's he influencing? <laughs> Mary <laughs> neil Dashwood like a word with him. Imagine Neil Dashwood versus <laughs> Jericho.
0: <laughs> they have like the same hair color now, so. Yeah. We won't be able to tell who's
4: who.
2: <laughs> Don't insult Tenille Dashwood like that.
0: I'm so sorry, Tenille. That was really me and me. <laughs> uh, so since, Never
2: I, sure. since I brought you here, you've been in the main event. Your payouts have gone through the roof, and still you want to bring your shortcomings on me. You have a chance to be the champs. February, you've had a chance to be the champs. February 17th, a year ago, you had your chance, but you lost that had nothing to do with me I brought you into the inner circle how about I kick you out as a matter of fact when I think about how I put this group together maybe I invited the wrong two members of LAX
1: the other two members being Homicide and uh, Hernandez anyway (laughs) it's like we needed our token token people
0: (laughs) yeah
2: uh, we would just replace him with another two.
0: Yeah, that was a after everything else. That was probably a the wrong thing for him to say.
2: What else do you expect from somebody who uh went to the January fourth, 6th 6th Oh, Sixth. God, It's like
0: please, Mark. Nothing happened on the fourth. That was the planning <laughs> day.
2: This is the blur in my mind now. Then Santana lunges at Jericho. Um, and then Sammy chimes in he says stop we're a family and then Jericho s- snaps at him he says shut up Sammy Um, and then Sammy probably does what might be best for for him uh, he says I don't know what the hell's going on inner circle forever that's what you always said one of my goals is to be the greatest champion in wrestling and all this bickering is not going to help I've quit this group before and unless you get your shit together I quit again Maybe leaving the inner circle will be best for him, because I don't think
1: inner circle's done anything for his career in AEW. I don't know. <sighs>
3: Here's the problem I'm having. Mm-hmm. I- I'll let you finish the promo and then I'll-, I'll tell you my problem. Okay. Actually.
1: Um. So then Santana says, "What
2: do you expect, Chris? Oh, we know. Ortiz says this." What do you expect, Chris? Throwing around threats? What's next? You couldn't have had your th- facts more twisted. You couldn't be more wrong. Like the Inner Circle, Eddie is one of our brothers-in-arms. All this bickering isn't going to settle anything. Where we come from, if we have an issue, we deal with it using this fist. Uh, next week, Santana and Ortiz versus Jericho and Hager. Uh, Jericho says, I never wanted to come down to this, but if you want to fight, you'll get one. We'll see you next week. Attendance is mandatory.
0: That's gotta stop. It's gotta. That's gotta so stop. So
2: stupid. He's <laughs> gonna say that with every match now. Daniel Garcia, challenge you to a match. Attendance is mandatory.
0: <laughs> is that gonna be like his new thing?
2: You need a teacher. He
3: needs the substitute teacher. Oh no. Um, I hate to say this.
4: Okay.
1: Really, I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. Hmm.
3: I don't think Inner Circle's breaking up.
1: Oh, it 100% is. It is. Sammy's
2: gone.
0: Sa- I don't think so.
2: Santana and Ortiz
1: don't even have their vests anymore.
0: I think that this is going to be a... Inner circle stronger than ever because we've overcome this
2: problem. I doubt it. I, I think Jericho and Hager are staying together. um, Because Hager needs someone to talk for him. But I don't think... Jericho
0: did... Show shades of turning heel.
2: Yeah. And I think Santana and he, or rather P and P are um
1: staying face.
2: Yeah. And Sammy's obviously I, um, staying
1: face.
3: I'm holding out hope that I'm wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I just don't trust anybody. <laughs> um also Santana's saying that Ortiz was the only thing that kept him around as long as like he stuck around that line just fucking slapped me a little bit. I was like oh.
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh it's like it's it's the, the the contrast with like these promos was so stark. Like you had Santana on one side who's who's like fucking um like w- with promo delivery is like uh, uh, fucking Joaquin Phoenix. On the other side you have Chris Jericho,
1: who's like fucking um, uh, Johnny Knoxville. Like, could not
2: be more opposite. I mean, Chris Jericho used to be really good. He used to be an amazing promo. I don't know what's going on now. I don't know what, what this shit was today.
0: No, yeah um I don't know Jericho's just kind of gotten like weird
2: yeah um Miriam said like these couple of posts that are something wild like we cheated and we lied we hurt each other but we talked it out and we're staying together but they break up again two weeks later and then rinse and repeat yeah
0: <laughs> that's what I'm worried about
2: I'm hope I I don't think it will be that I don't think so because PNP Fingers I hope PNP joins
1: up with Eddie Kingston and they become their own faction Start LAX again.
3: Different LAX, but...
1: Yeah. LAX with Eddie. We can,
3: they can call it NYC. Or JFK, for that
0: matter. Get it.
2: Well, is that what LAX stood for? Well, I know LAX well, is LAX like an airport, is an airport. But I don't think that's what LAX, the faction, stood
1: for.
3: But but it's, the, it's my joke.
1: Well, that was a joke. <laughs> okay so lax
2: stands for latin american exchange
0: my joke is still good but like fine <laughs>
2: i like how you are the one that says your joke was fine
3: i stand up for myself
1: Mm-hmm. so you sure do
2: <laughs> All right, so then we get a uh, Rapunghi Vice in interview. Rocky says I'm 100% and feeling good. The young bucks walk in and Matt says, "I thought we'd come in and say hello." Adam Cole runs in and kicks Rocky from behind. They give a BTE trigger to Rocky. They're about to do one to Trent. But somebody walks in. wherein Switchblade jacket. It's Jay White. Out of nowhere.
1: And he lays out Trent. Throwing him into the truck. And uh, he has a little stare down with Adam Cole. Oh. I, I hope my theory is right. Because that would be so cool. Jericho. or Oh.
2: I'm sorry Jay. <laughs> Jay White. Turning on Adam Cole. Beating him in a match and then
1: challenging Hangman. The thing is, you need to be careful with that. Cause you have Jay beat Cole, that
2: affects Cole's like appearance in AEW. Like he suddenly looks a lot worse, he drops down in the ratings, and he's no longer number one contender. You either have jay white versus hangman or you have cole versus hangman
1: i don't think you can do them both
3: nah the adam hangman saga has to be like deep yeah so i don't know but um can i say something hmm. first of all saw jay white yeah whatever I guess that's gonna happen now. I'm just kidding, I love it anyway. Um I'm
0: insane. Um Straight up, and I don't know why my brain thought this, because of the way like that he walked in and we didn't see his face for like a hot minute. I was like, oh, that's not actually Jay. But also at the same time, I was staring at him. Staring at the back of his jacket.
2: I was telling you it's Jay White.
0: This was before then, you cause you, this was this was the point in time where you were going, oh my god and i was like i was looking at the jacket but i wasn't looking at the jacket i guess (laughs) and i was like did alex reynolds turn on the dark order is that what this is
2: i love how attacking Rapungy vice is turning on dark order
3: (laughs) i just feel like he turned heel
2: i don't know but it'll be great i don't
3: know why that was
2: my first thought
1: This will be great, though, because we can actually be awake when Jay White has a match.
3: Talking shit? I'm just
2: stating a fact. Wrestles in Japan.
3: He doesn't wrestle
0: in Japan anymore. He's not allowed to go to Japan.
2: Well, he used to. And he didn't have... um, Okay, he had a match. He had, like, one match at Impact. So far. Yeah. This year. Yeah. Um, alright, so after that we get Isaiah Cassidy in the face of the revolution qualifying match against his mystery opponent, and that mystery opponent is Keith Lee. And and the crowd fucking goes wild for Keith. They chant Bask in his glory. He is soaking it in, he's loving it. Oh god, he looks like a million bucks.
0: He does. And they freed the nip.
2: He did free the nip. And I just want to say I made this uh, graphic this layout which uh, I'm, I'm changing it up instead of it being the champions it's the, the match card so it's like hangman and lance and then I did Isaiah and I was like oh who the fuck is
1: his, op- his opponent's going to be. Well everyone's talking about Keith Lee so I'll put Keith Lee on the other side. It worked. Manifested it.
3: Nice. Um, so Isaiah's mad. Isaiah's, like,
0: pissed. He's like, I'm not fucking wrestling this guy. (laughs) Um, gets exactly what he expected, because first thing Keith does is just take Isaiah and fucking yoink him across the fucking ring. Um, we then get a cross to Cassidy. Cassidy actually gets, like, a dropkick in. He attempts a clothesline, but Keith runs right through it. Um, then keith they believe like at that point tackled cassidy in some respect or shoulder i think he shoulder tackled him um and matt hardy just fucking leaves matt hardy says i'm done here um i have no interest in hanging around and he fucks off through the crowd mm-hmm. Marquen sticks around because he's a good friend he uh grabs the boot of keith lee as keith lee goes to get back in the ring after being sent to ringside uh but gets kicked away. Cassidy gets a piss poor cutter, but uh hits the flying cross body to a ringside Keith Lee. Um however eventually we get a fireman's carry takeover to Cassidy, for Lee to win. Um and then Private Party semi successfully double team Keith Lee. Yeah. Semi successfully.
2: It's it's that's how you it's how you book a show. You make one person not invincible. Yeah. Take notes, WWE.
0: I really thought that Isaiah was going to get squashed.
2: Yeah. The um, I was
0: really happy he didn't.
2: Yeah. Um, also, Tony Khan tweeted. He said, I didn't secure Jay White until Sunday. I realized after the fact that Friday night I butchered my own definition of forbidden door in hyping tonight. I heard the fans' feedback and wanted to ensure that tonight was a special AEW Dynamite for all. Thank you for everyone
1: who watched. Damn, that's an like amazing last minute get. My God.
3: So Keith Lee was the contract, though. He he was
1: right. Um, but.
0: So I was still right in my in my vitriol towards people saying. Oh, the contract signing is gonna be Jay White.
3: I was right. I was still right, cause it wasn't.
1: Oh yeah. I was I was a little confused by what you said, um. But a lot of people were also
2: right in that Tony Khan didn't understand what Forbidden Door meant.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that like he, I'm glad he owned up to it honestly, yeah. cause like I feel like owning up to shit on Twitter, especially, is like not Mm
2: -hmm. something you want to do yeah
0: um so yeah i'm really glad that he did that
2: yeah and he's already receiving replies to the tweet being like how about you push your own wrestlers it's like who do you think who do you think these new people are wrestling (laughs) yeah (laughs) each other
0: um also i'm glad he owned up to it because now i feel a little less crazy Mm -hmm. because i definitely felt kind of crazy
2: Maybe we'll get a uh, evil in A.W. to face Jay White. <laughs> we get evil and Adam Cole versus Jay and fucking Adam Page or something.
0: <laughs> Before you get that, you're gonna get Adam Cole and Tamatonga facing Jay White because Tamatonga seems like he is like this close to the end of his robe.
2: God, I mean, uh, he's he's been like this a lot where he wants to, he, he desperately wants to go through the forbidden door, but
0: he
3: literally has.
2: Yeah, he has. <laughs> an impact
1: but that's not the forbidden door that matters
3: <sighs>
1: Um. also
2: Kenta just tweeted he said in fact my recovery was so smooth that I was better off without crutches so I decided to talk and say goodbye until yesterday morning I want you to be happy with someone who needs a cane uh, cane somewhere rather than being with me anywhere Thank you for your support so far. I don't want to, but bye bye.
3: What the fuck does that mean, Kenta? I don't know. Um, I really don't know. What the fuck? Oh, 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 oh. I think it's him saying goodbye to his crutches.
2: Oh, maybe, maybe. I hope so. He's been obsessed with those crutches on Twitter.
0: (laughs) He really has.
3: I mean, his last picture was him hugging his crutch.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
3: God, I adore him.
2: Me too. All right. So. uh, After that, we get a video package for Mercedes Martinez and Thunder Rosa. uh, And it was announced that they would have a no DQ match next week. And then we get FTR versus CM Punk and his surprise or surprise tag partner, which is John Moxley. Now this does make for a great match, but I, I think his his partner should have been Shawn Dean just to rub it in MJF's face.
3: Yeah, um, it would have been funny, but I'm glad it was Mox. Um plus like
0: a full ring of people that were like wwe wrestlers yeah that were treated like shit by wwe
3: yeah um all right so we start with punk versus daxy there's a side headlock
0: takeover or side headlock takeovers to one another um we have like a little fun we're vibing we get mocks and dax um some more side hi- side headlock takeovers then a suplex and a few kicks to the chest of Dax. CM Punk gets in um, against Cash. Cash gets his leg all twisted up against the ropes and is like, I'm surfing while standing it. I was like, I fucking hate you. Um, Dax then gets sent headfirst into the camera in the corner. We get it back by a drop to Cash from Moxley and a German suplex to Dax and another to Cash. Then a double DDT on Cash and Dax. There's a lot going on at this point. Um, we then get Mox, suplex, and Cash. Mox wants to tag out, because, uh, but Dax distracts uh, Punk, um, Cash, and then sidelines Punk. We get a leg drop assisted by Cash from Dax to Moxley, but that doesn't quite get the pin. Um, he goes for it a second time, but Moxley avoids. Hits a lariat to Cash. Um, Punk then gets in against Dax, I believe. We get a leg lariat to Dax and then a knee strike in the corner. Uh, Mox and Punk hit a doomsday device to Dax. Um, but still there's no successful cover cash takes out mox sends a ring belt to the face of punk but dax still covers punk kicks out um there's a gts sort of to dax but they managed to get the big rig off onto cm punk but moxley breaks up the cover moxley and punk nearly get a gts paradigm shift simultaneously but FTR break that up then we get a rear trip to dax and an end kind of ice to cash totally gets in he starts hitting cm punk with his jacket that doesn't do anything Tully takes a GTS, and then eventually we get a GTS paradigm shift to Dax and Cash from Mox and Punk to win the match.
2: That that, wild uh, match. The GTS on Tully was so gentle.
1: So gentle.
3: It was, but it was still so. I I loved it.
1: Yeah. All right, so after that, we get uh, Jade
2: Cargill's open challenge against AQA, formerly known as Zeta Ramir in NXT. This match had no right being as good as it was.
0: Yeah, this was like I mean, I forgot how good Zeta Ramir
3: was. Mm-hmm. I also forgot about Zayda Ramir, which is my bad. Mm-hmm. Um I love this match, honestly. Um, she's going by AQA though,
0: so we'll refer to her as such going forward. Um we get an arm sub on AQA and then an arm drag to jade right into a bit of an arm bar. Um, Jade then lifts her, dumps her. I thought that was where it was gonna end. It didn't. Jade ended up launching AQA, um, who hits back with a drop kick midair, like straight up throws her up in the air. AQA hits her with a drop kick before hitting the ground. Um was a little clunky, but still it was cool. Um Then Jade goes to ringside, she just beats the piss out of AQA. Um oh god, I just fucking um AQA actually it's like for a couple minutes, hits shooting suppress so onto Jade, goes for a second, but can't quite get it. Um actually she hit the cross by two Jade, but Jade catches her sort of deep sixes her um and then, or like maybe like a Boston slam kind of deal um and then a q a gets dated for Jade to win
2: yeah, really fun match, really fun um and it's good to know Jade can have long intense matches um instead of squashing a lot without any help from from outside people.
1: Really cool. Um so then we go backstage for Cutler Cam. And uh Um uh Matt says Friday on
2: Rampage, it's Bucks versus Rapungi Vice. Nick says time to climb back to the top of the rankings. Go for the AEW tag titles. Adam Cole says speaking of Friday, Jay White will be there to be your backup. Uh, and Matt's like well, would it have killed you to send a text last time you bring in someone uh, in case you didn't realize him and Kenny are enemies Cole says if you can trust me you can trust Jay when you're Bullet Club you're Bullet Club for life I have a statement of my own to make and I think that's going to be the thing
1: that makes Jay turn on Cole you're not Bullet Club for life
3: yeah that's fair because Jay had problems with them.
1: Um... Oh, you're breaking up a lot. Oh, you disconnected, I think. Uh-oh. We lost her.
3: And she's gone. Liz? Up. Oh. Think her uh I think she lost Wi-Fi. Is she up? Back? Am I back?
1: You are, you're you're freezing a little bit. Okay. I think we're good.
2: You'll know be a, a cool alternative to uh my theory. Because Cole brought up the point of bullet club and former bullet club members what if jay wants to clean a house and take care of all those former bullet club members
1: take care of cole the bucks cody kenny who's probably like taking physical therapy
3: maybe that could be
4: it
1: that's what he's doing on impact take care of all those
2: guys everyone who thinks they might still be bullet club take out page was kaz wasn't bullet club was he because
1: he was the bullet oh no he was the elite hunter was he bullet club i don't think so okay um i think that might be pretty interesting
2: um, so then we get Serena Deeb in her five-minute rookie challenge uh, against Katie Arquette, who has wrestled on Dark before.
3: What a last name. Yeah. When you're a wrestler.
1: Is she related um, to David Arquette?
3: Imagine. <laughs> um, Deeb just... She's like a shark playing with her food.
0: Um, she hits a spiral neckbreaker and then like a merciless arm submission mixed with a half crab too, and
3: simple as. Yeah. Yep. Um.
2: Oh uh, well, before the match, uh, Serena said, "The last time you you people saw me took three minutes to beat Sky Blue. There isn't a woman back there on my level. There isn't anyone there that can go five minutes with me." Uh, this is the professor's five-minute rookie challenge. If you want to put your life on the line, I will gladly be the one to dig your grave. And then that match happened. And then finally, we have our main event: Hangman Adam Page versus Lance Archer for the AEW World Championship in a Texas Death Match. Uh,
0: hope hope they got hanger to the hospital for a blood transfusion. <laughs>
2: Is bleeding,
0: so is bleeding so you know much he's bleeding so much
2: maybe this is like what he like he knows he needs this medically like gotta like drain some of the bad blood to get some like pump some of the good blood maybe he's got too much blood <laughs> Seems
0: like instead of like bloodletting or like leeches this is what we're gonna do this is
2: doctor prescribed
0: fair enough Um, So we get a belt to the noggin of Archer and then Archer goes through a bunch of light panels. Uh, Because we start this match by wrestling ringside. Or not ringside backstage. Different place. Uh. (laughs) So Archer goes through a bunch or a, a panel of glass actually. And
3: this was the tunnel he was supposed to come out of. So I guess the idea is that he was supposed to burst through a panel of glass prior to entering his Texas Death Match, so that's normal. Yeah. Um. Anyways,
0: Lance gets bloody pretty quickly. Um, we get a buckshot Larry at two, Lance, but no knockout. Uh, Lance beats a hangman over and over with the lid of a trash can, um, and around this time, Dan fucking Lambert comes out and loosens and d- what is the word? What is the word I'm looking for? Detaches the top rope
1: uh, so that... Unlocks. Unhooks.
0: Unlocks. Unhooks. And undoes. Yeah. Um the top rope so that hanger can't hit the buckshot lariat um eventually we go into the crowd we get a standing moonsault onto lance into the crowd or in the crowd uh off of like a barrier barricade kind of deal um we then go to the picture-in-picture and while we're in picture-in-picture i guess i just didn't look hangman got bloody bloody like bloody bloody
2: yeah face like, covered in blood
0: just dripping down to the point where, like, they were between the ropes on one side, and you could just see this like splash zone, for lack of a better term, this like circular radius between like where their heads were, of just like in a massive blood. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's lovely. I love wrestling.
4: <laughs>
0: um, Hangman goes for the dead eye, but Archer avoids jake then clotheslines hangman jake the snake who's also ringside clotheslines hangman Lance yells at him and i said that's your fucking father
2: <laughs> don't fucking talk to and him then like that. jake fucking walks away Adam page starts yelling at him and jake the snake flips him off he's like i don't like you too
0: (laughs) fucking fever dream of an aw episode i swear to god so good um then lance choke slams hangman through a trash can um after hangman tees off on archer with a kendo stick we get a fork to hangman's face and then a barbed wire chair makes its appearance uh lance hits Hangman with the blackout onto some turned over stairs. Um, Archer then sets up for a powerbomb onto the barbed wire chair, but Hangman gets some of the barbed wire off the chair, punches his way down, wraps it around his arm, very Ana J. Um, Lariat's Archer? No, no, it
2: was just forearms.
0: Just forearms, okay. Um, we then get a German suplex to Archer, and then the fucking strangest spot I have ever seen Coolest spot I've ever seen. He goes off of, he leaps off of Paul Turner to hit the buckshot lariat, sending Lance Archer off the apron into some tables set up ringside. Fucking bananas. Did
2: you, did you talk about that blackout on the stairs? I did talk about okay. the blackout on the stairs where we
0: both thought that Hangman might be. Decease.
2: I thought he broke his hand or something because his hand it smacked like, yeah. and he was like checking on it. Yeah. Um well I don't think he did because he seemed fine after that, but God. What a great match. I know. It was it wasn't very long either, but it was it was not every match needs to be so long and this was this definitely didn't need it. This was great. No. Um and then Adam Cole comes out to end the episode grabs the AEW title and just puts it on page cuz now he is the number one contender and you can tell he's been waiting for it god
0: yeah i think this is going to be this is going to be a fun throwback story i'm so excited for it
2: oh yeah oh yeah we we've got former bullet club versus former bullet club and that might be the story they do because Tamatonga is now uh, reacting to tweets about former Bullet Club, you know that line that was said for, by Adam. Um, mm. See,
1: and it seems like that's what they're doing on Impact as well. Wonder how Cody mixes in. He's gonna hide. He? <laughs> He's gonna hide in his free agency.
2: Just go to like WWE for like a week
0: please stop
2: (laughs) Uh, alright so that's our recap stay tuned everyone for our bests of the night and our questions segment after that Uh, if you have a question for a question segment leave it in the chat right now and we'll get to it after the bests of the night and I actually need to pull up questions um, but for now, let's talk about the best of the night.
1: Oh. Promo of the night. This is no question. No question at all. And I'm sure you agree. It's the MJF cardboard cutout celebration.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Um was great having having uh Jay White show up.
2: But I think the best promo was definitely the pinnacle. Um so Wrestler of the Night, I'm gonna give you three choices. Let's see.
1: Um oh, this is a tough one. This is a very tough one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you four choices, actually. Keith Lee, John Moxley, AQA, and Adam Page.
3: Um, Keith Lee.
1: Yeah, I agree. He looks great. He's having fun. He looks very happy.
0: He does. He seems like he's having a
3: fun time.
1: And that's what matters, because wrestling's fun. Alright, and let's talk about Match of the Night. I think this one might be a little bit difficult. So let's see.
2: So, as always with Match of the Night, we go from the worst match to the best match of the night. And we'll talk about which one is the match of the night. So, worst match. 3 out of 10, Serena Deeb versus Katie Arquette. Very short and squash, you know, nothing special. Next up, with a 4 out of 10, Isaiah Cassidy versus Keith. You know what, I'm going to move that one up. That should be, uh, I'm going to give that a 5 out of 10. Oh uh, yeah, I thought that was a pretty decent match. Really good to see Keith. And uh, Isaiah was like doing a great job of selling how menacing Keith is. Uh, next up another 5 out of 10 The Blade versus Wardlow it
1: was, it was pretty good very decent uh, then 6 out of 10 Jade Cargill
2: versus AQA really really great stuff very fun match that had no right being as fun and I honestly forgot like, I didn't realize I was Zeta Ramir formerly known as Zeta Ramir because I didn't realize she was mm.
1: released. I thought she was still with WWE for some reason.
3: Yeah, I had forgotten that she was released, honestly.
1: Alright. Um next up
2: with an eight out of ten Adam Page versus Lance Archer. Texas Death match. So good. So damn good. I I this was so much fun to watch. It was like just the right length. Everything about this was, was great. And finally, I have a feeling you'll disagree. I don't know. My pick for match of the night FTR versus CM Punk versus John Moxley. Amazing tag match. 8 out of 10. Loved it. Loved every second of it.
1: Okay. The only thing I didn't like about it, I don't think Mox and Punk should have won.
0: I didn't think so either, but I understood why.
2: Like, in the long run, yeah, they they should win because this is showing up the pinnacle.
1: But Mm -hmm. FTR is like a tag team. Punk and Mox, they're, they're not like a tag team.
2: Punk doesn't do much tag stuff. Neither does Mox, really. Mox did a
1: little bit. Here and there. Full, like solid like brothers versus these two guys
3: yeah
2: but besides that I thought it was a fantastic match
3: yeah I agree I had a lot of fun with this
1: cool so to run it back promo of the Night MJF
2: cardboard cutout celebration Wrestler of the Night Keith Lee Match of the Night FTR versus John Moxley and CM Punk so you want to answer some questions?
0: I'll answer a question.
2: Uh, I want to answer... Um, I want to save Miriam's question for last, actually. Because that seems like a very fun question. Um, On YouTube, in response to our last Dynamite episode, a question from Mylon, who asked, How do you guys think Hangman's reign has gone so far? I feel like both AEW and WWE struggle with babyface champions. They can book the chase... Uh, but once they get the title, it's like they drop off a cliff. How would you book a babyface champion?
1: I think we're we're seeing seeing it with Paige. I,
0: you think so? I really think that they've kind of dropped Paige a lot.
2: I don't think so because I think the way you book a babyface is you put them through the fucking ringer. Like you you really make them miserable. It's like writing a movie or a show. They tell you that. When you're writing a story, you basically you bully the shit out of your main character, like you bring them to their lowest point. And with Paige against Danielson, all of his friends got laid out by Danielson, and that was the first thing. Then he gets laid out himself twice. Gets all bloody, like like every, every defense so far has gotten him very bloody, and now he's put through. A Texas Death Match. Like, just put him through the ringer. That's all you have to do. Make him the and
0: now we've got a returned friend.
2: Yeah, make him the underdog in every single match. That's how you do it. It's like with a great heel champion, you make them like the biggest force, like Roman Reigns, make them unstoppable, and then the babyface comes in and and dethrones them. I think they're doing a great job. Honestly, the only thing I think
1: they're missing out on is um uh, lots of promos. And you know, okay, it, it, I think it's the same with
2: with Hangman and Kenny when they initially had their challenge, they didn't have
1: too many promos.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's fair. Um, I I, I would like to see more of Hangman. I feel like he's kind of just floating out there in the ether and then when like the time comes he's he's on top of it and he looks good but I think that they could be doing more with him instead of just pulling him off the shelf when they need him
1: right right I feel like he should be more of
2: a representation of the company like the face of the company
0: more omnipresent if you will
2: yeah yeah kind of like um in Bobby Lashley's first title reign he was like everywhere you saw him all over the place. And it wasn't quite to the extent of Roman Reigns where like he is SmackDown. Bobby. I think Bobby was like the, the best champion we had. One of the best champions we had last year. Did we put him as champion? No, we had Kenny, I think.
1: Title reign of the year. I think I actually have the yeah. sheet up. I think you're right. Um, Title reign of the year. Yeah, Kenny. But Bobby Lashley was um very close because
2: he was like the face of the company or the face of that show. But there was still yeah. a lot going on around him. It was a nice balance yeah. they struck.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I think your 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 idea of booking a babyface actually sounds really good.
2: Question is, now that Adam Cole is up. What's what's the? How is he going to be put through the ringer there?
0: Emotional torment. That's an old friend come to haunt you. Yeah,
2: yeah. Are they old friends? Like, actually, yeah. old friends. Like. Not not like real life, like they, kayfabe.
0: Yeah, kayfabe. I was going to say I don't know about real life. When you say actually. Mm. Um. Yeah. No, they were. If I'm not mistaken, they were tech partners.
4: Oh,
1: okay.
0: For a minute sh minute.
1: Huh. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah, I, I hear it too. I hear it too. You're not going crazy. There's a cat outside that's meowing.
3: If I were having a hard enough week. I swear to God.
2: Hmm. Um, I was looking. Oh. Uh, According to Miriam, Adam Page was Adam Cole's final match in Ring of Honor. Oh, really? Wow. Now, Adam Cole is going to be Adam Page's final match in AEW.
1: (laughs) Okay, she said they took on Red Dragon a lot together.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, I thought that they had a
0: a bond, if you will. Seen a lot of videos of them together, so... (laughs)
2: So that means we'll get some great promo chemistry between them. All right. So Miriam asked if you guys were a champion, what uh, would you rather have—more title defenses with no weird stipulations, or would you rather have just a handful of defenses with the wildest matches and stipulations? The latter for Hang me.
3: Hang on. Reread that to me
2: if you guys were champion if you guys were champions would you rather have more title defenses with no weird stipulations or would you rather have a handful of defenses with the wildest matches and stipulations
0: oh just a handful yeah i want to do weird shit
2: do weird shit make each match feel so grand like make it make every match mean something
0: everybody's like nobody's gonna be like oh he hasn't wrestled in a while they're gonna be like maybe he needs to take a break from wrestling for a couple seconds Mm
2: -hmm. it's like
1: quality over work rate there's a reason the mid card belts are always like the work rate belts tnt
3: title yeah i uh i definitely would
0: want to crazy shit i think that, like the crazy matches are always so much more fun to watch as long as they're done right as long as it's like it doesn't become like you're like weird like i don't know i think that you can overdo it but i definitely think that like like what's happening with hangman lately is like cool
2: yeah and if we're talking because
0: i i don't i was just gonna say i don't really notice that like he's gone for very long mm. until the next match i'm like oh fuck we haven't seen hangman in like years
1: yeah um,
2: but if we're talking like in kayfabe, I would definitely want to do like, like just a handful with crazy stipulations, because obviously that means less chances to lose it. No.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, sorry, weird noise. Um, I definitely think it's just more interesting to people too. Yeah. God, I do the weirdest shit if I were capable and not scared of dying.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's wait till I get that UPF World Championship. Just you wait.
3: Somebody would have to. You'd to have to have that match. So.
1: Yeah, 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 yep. Yeah. All right. So, and by the way. Check out the new
2: Universal Pokemon Federation episode at, at upfworld.com.
0: I'm in it. I am, too. I think.
2: You are? All right. So that's all the questions we have. Liz, would you like to close out the show?
3: Yeah, sure. Um... Is Sorry. A car screeching. Um, yes. Um...
0: If you join us tonight, thank you so much. And if you join us in the future, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Happy Valentine's Day. Um that's Monday,
3: I think. So let me know if you want me to be your Valentine. Um What about me? Let Mark if you want let Mark know if you want him to be your Valentine.
0: Um please tune in tomorrow we'll be talking about impact. It'll be super fun.
3: Um, as it always is. Uh, and then we won't talk about anything else ever again. what? Uh, huh? huh?
1: I don't know about yeah. that. I do. Go to our Twitter at pinfall podcast to, uh, vote
2: on what show you want us to cover for our weekend show. Again, we've got warrior wrestling, 19 new Japan golden series, day 10, uh defy fifth anniversary um or other leave your suggestions if you have others um but that's all uh on our twitter at pinfall podcast um and twitter youtube spotify that's all also the pinfall podcast um i'm at the mark cameron this is at eliza line 23 once again we'll be live tomorrow for impact wrestling and saturday with our weekend show and then um everyone enjoy the super bowl on sunday have a gr- or don't or don't if you're not into football you know have 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 a beer or some pizza some nachos and uh uh
1: just have a good sunday so thank you all so much for watching have a great night and we'll see you all tomorrow